welcome everyone to West Ham in Europe podcast. Um, we are there. We are going on a European tour. As it feel, boys? Oh, he's still on mute, so I'll go instead. Oh. Um, Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Quality start. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? What what a, what a day Sunday was. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, we wouldn't have thought we'd have been in this position at the start of the year, and we'll talk about a lot more over the next sort of 45 minutes to an hour, but what a feeling that was Sunday afternoon to finish not just in sixth, but also above Spurs as well. It was fantastic. Um, I'm joined today by James and Mick. Uh, Jamie's doing an accountancy class. I think he might be joining us a little while, dependent on how long we're on for. Um, no, but, but what we'll do is we'll call him a nonce anyway, just because we like to do that. <laughs> so, as is so, tradition. As, yes, as it's the way the, uh, the show t- tends to roll when Jamie's not on it. So, um, yeah, right. Uh, Saturday. Uh, Sunday, sorry, Sunday. Uh, all games played at the same time. Uh, West Ham won three 0 Talk to me, Mick. It's it was um, like not to even to start on the West Ham game. How nice is it to have more than one game on at a time and just be oh. following all the scores and what happens? I've yeah. missed that. Yeah, like the old soccer Saturday days. The bets coming in and yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, it was. It the start was a little bit slow and sluggish. Um, I don't know exactly if it was nerves being back in front of the crowd. It was so good to hear the crowd again, um, just to hear bubbles as they were coming out and just like when the goals go in, the roar of the crowd, you just can't replicate it. I know like, they've done an all right job with the fake crowd noise and stuff and it's it's not been as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it, the, the sound of the crowd being back is just something else and hopefully it stays that way and there's no sort of reversal to the way things were. But I mean, while, you, while, while we're on that, Mig, while we're on that, I know there's only ten thousand in there, but how good did bubbles sound? Oh, fantastic! Just to, just the live bubbles was awesome, and that's been well over a year now since. Well, we had the you know, two thousand at the stadium in December, but to have ten thousand in the stadium, like that, fantastic effort, uh, yeah, fantastic yeah. effort by the fans. Go on, I'll let you carry on. Uh, yeah, so I mean, they had a couple of early chances. They started fairly brightly, um, but it it came down to and their away record over the last, well, since the turn of the year, really, it has been poor. And we sort of highlighted that me and James and Jamie on the pod um, on Sunday, um, just how poor they've been in those situations. Um, and they haven't, they've got to make the most of those chances. I mean, they had the Minamino put, put it just wide when he was three, one on one. Fabianski made a good save from Walker Peters. Um, but I think then once we started to get our feet back into the game, um, for nows, um, getting both those goals. Bowen plays a massive part in the first goal. Uh, I know a lot of people were unhappy that he started because it meant Ben Rama didn't start, but I thought he had a, a good game um, and a strong finish to his season. Um, good to see four nows bagging a brace. Um, I think I heard it was the first time he scored a brace since 2016. What's a um, game being played as well? Yeah, he was all over the place. He was all over the pitch. He was tracking everything back and he made the most of the two chances he got um, and finished them both well. Um, I think he missed one just before he scored his first one as well. He sort of volleyed over. Um, yeah, Michael, James, uh, Jamie's too busy noncing, I heard. Um, that's the rumour that's going around anyway. Um, but yeah, so it was great for Pablo. Um, and then once, I think once the, the first goal went in, it was, what, it was three minutes or something to the second goal and that just settled the nerves. The crowd was in full voice and it was just an enjoy, like for, for once, you took the lead and we didn't feel nervous. It was like, we're going to do this. We're going to hold on to it. 
Um, other results were sort of going our way at that point as well. Um, but once we took the 2-0 lead, I just felt there was no way we were going to lose it and lose out on sixth place. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. Jamie, uh, James, what's your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I was, I was just, I felt relaxed. It was nice to actually go into a game because all of us obviously previously sort of come to the agreement that either way, you've had a good year, um, you know, Europa Conference League, there's no, as, although, you know, everyone's giving Tottenham banter for it, it still would be progress for us as a club. So if we'd have got that, it still would have been great. You know, still European tour, even though it's not the top, top teams, it's still good. And um, the, 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 the fact that we just performed how we did, I know we had some shaky bits, just like you ones you mentioned, Mig, but, you know, you could just tell that everyone was on the ball on Saturday. Like, they, like, like Four Nows was unbelievable in that game. He was everywhere. And everyone else, I feel like just, everyone just did their job. Like there was no one that I'd say he would be my player of the match because I feel like he stood out for me, for him. And but I think everyone sort of just had a real professional performance, and you could tell there was a good party atmosphere in the stadium that day. And uh, yeah, and Daryl, like you mentioned, it was so good to listen to Bubbles like live again, like proper. It was. It was great. Um, and you both bang on. To be fair, I didn't feel. I didn't feel like it was going to be a day where we were going to be, uh, to put it to put it this way, Spursy. I didn't feel like we were going to throw it away, um, which doesn't normally happen as West Ham fans, is it really? Um, I generally had the game ruined for me. I, I just finished playing at Rupert's Hall and we were sat in the bar up there and all three of our goals got ruined for me by some dickhead uh, shouting out the West Ham, West Ham had scored. So, oh, no. uh, yeah, it was like being with you, Skinners. Like, it was like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so all, all three goals got ruined for me, but I couldn't care less at the time. Three it up. Uh, great feeling. I thought the boys were excellent again. As you said, me at the start of the game, we were a bit slow. Um, Southampton actually looked like they were up for it for about 15 minutes. But once we said that off, four hours, that was probably his best game in the West Ham shirt. Um, and he's had some good games this year. Um, but I thought he was fantastic. Declan looking back to near full fitness as well, but he took that goal fantastically so well, well as well. So well. Oh. He did, but the how keeper was bad. bad was the <laughs> yeah. defending as well. Oh, Vestergaard, yeah. I watched it. Um, Vestergaard, like he's, he's obviously he's got in behind Walker Peters, who's the fullback, and Vestergaard as as Declan starts running in towards goal, Vestergaard's looking over his shoulder and pointing, and then he realizes that Rice is now about eight yards out, one yeah. on one with the keeper, and. What's he's just done nothing to cover himself yeah, there, terrible, but, terrible but yeah, Declan's given the keeper the eyes and then whipped it he across him. Didn't half go down early though, didn't he? Keeper, cool. He made that. He made that very easy for um nice. for Declan. I thought it was a fantastic, fantastic uh, display by him. Uh, all the boys have been fantastic all year, and next week we're going to do a sort of end of season review of games, goals, favorite players, and all stuff like this. And we're going to be joined by Ryan Archer next week from WFTV again, which is great. Uh, but yeah, uh, any particular players you want to talk about? I know you said Mick, um, a lot of people weren't happy with Bowen not starting uh, because of Bowen starting because of the Ben Rama situation. But I thought Bowen had another good game. Yeah, he he made that first goal. He got he had a tiny bit of space to work with. He had three men around him. He done a little dink over one defender, brought it down, had the shot, and it was that that was parried for four hours to finish. Um, I think he had one of his stronger games. Um, this season, he had sort of he started the season well. 
he had that sort of dry spell mid-season over Christmas and New Year. Then he was in the side a little bit less. Him and Ben Rama were sort of rotated a bit more, but um, I think he's come back strongly and finished the season well. So um, it's good to see it from him. Um, I think we've got because... about Bowen. He's, it's his first full season in the Premier League. Exactly, yeah. And he's he's it took... I mean, the, the commentator said it on Sunday. It took a Premier League side a long time to take a punt on him because he was scoring goals week in, week out for Hull, really. Um and playing as uh, as their sort of central striker, um, he's come here. He's I, playing in what I think is the better position for him on the right, where he can cut in onto his left foot. Um, but yeah, um, he hopefully will only continue to improve because he's still quite young as well. He's about twenty four, I think. Yeah, he's um, not. He's not old by any stretch. So he's got he's got a long career ahead of yeah. him, um, and hopefully he can really kick on next season. That's something with this West Ham team that really does. Uh, fill me with quite a lot of uh, good vibes going forward. I know we've got probably one of the oldest squads in the league, but you go through it and you go Declan, Benrahma, Bowen, Fornells, probably four of your main players that probably over the next couple of years, they're all below sort of 26, 27. They're not even at the peak of their careers yet. And you think if we can keep those players around, plus Suchek, who's below 30, plus Kufau, plus these players, and you bring in players, we're going to have a really good side there in the next few years. Suchek's only 26. 26. Again, is uh, uh, one that if he has another good year next year, big teams are going to be looking at him. Big teams. And that's why we need to progress again next year. And we can't have a year where we don't sign players. Um, and we'll come on to we'll come on to transfers in a little bit. Um, any other any other players you want to discuss, uh, James? Um I think no, I think they I think they all sort of just like I said, that they all just did a, they did their job. They're all they're all just uh, bang on it, you know, passing the ball around well. Um, I think there's no other than four nails. I think that had like a, like probably the best game in his shirt. Like, but I think they're all just a solid eight out of ten, really. Yeah, which you can't complain about a solid eight no, out of ten. Not at all. Not at all. No, I think um, it was it was that sort of game, really. Everyone just did their job. No one, other than Fournells, really stood out. I think defensively, we was after the, sort of the first fifteen minutes, we were solid. But I don't think Southampton really tested us too much, so there wasn't really much we had to do. Um, so yeah, I think the, their biggest danger was probably set pieces with Ward Prowse. Yeah. Um, and we never really gave him anything dangerous over. Did no, we? did you know Ward Prowse um, is now the first player in Premier League history to play every minute of two seasons back to back. Nice. Yeah. That's a great stat. It's a Man, shame you it's a shame you wasted that. <laughs> well the thing is we haven't got a proper match stats this week because there's no preview of a game. So I thought I've got to get uh, something in. Very true. That's so did Declan play every minute of last season? Yeah. Oh, he'd have been so close to doing that as well. Oh, no, yeah, without that, without that those injury. injuries. Oh got it. Uh, that'd have been great for him as well. But it's good to have a young English player doing that. Um, and that's probably why, well, he is in the England provisional squad. He's probably got a very good chance of going to the Euros as well. Oh, he's, he's nailed on. He's one of the first sort of three or four names on the team sheet. Um, uh, with... I'm, oh, Declan is. I'm talking more Ward Oh, Prowse. sorry, Ward-Prowse. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, he won't. Yeah, Declan's in, uh, Declan's in the starting couple of players on that team sheet, I think. Him and Hen- oh. him Henderson and him Henderson and Kane had nailed on to play. Yeah, yeah it all depends uh, on Henderson's fitness, doesn't it? But we'll yeah, get on to that. Yeah. Um yeah, I like Will Prowse. And if 
if they want to go with the extra midfielder or if they pick him over Bellingham, I wouldn't I wouldn't be too displeased. Um because he is doing it in the Premier League week in, week out. So but yeah, we'll come on to England more as we go along. Um Dawson's end of the season. Now we know how good he was sort of Christmas onwards for that that run we had, which was phenomenal uh, as a West Ham fan. How do we think he ended the season? I think after the Newcastle game with the sending off and everything that that entailed, uh, I think his last couple of games he's been back to more like his earlier more, form. More kingy. Uh, yeah, he's he's not. I mean, a, a big part of it was the goals he was scoring as well, and he was chipping up, chipping in with goals like that. He hasn't he hasn't got any goals in the last few weeks or anything like that. But defensively, he seemed a little bit more solid and back to how he was. Uh, I think getting Ogbonna back helps him as well because I think they've got nice a good play. partnership and they work well together. Um, so yeah, I mean, he obviously. I'd, I'd say he was probably at fault for the goal um, against Everton at home um, when he lost Calvert Lewin, but. I mean, on Sunday, you couldn't really fault him. But as I say, he didn't really have too much. I thought they might have offered a bit more in terms of pacing behind because they had um, Ings and And Redmond. Redmond. And yeah, they've got pacey players going forward. And even Minamino as well, coming from sort of like that number 10 role, pushing forward because he's he's not exactly slow, is he? But they didn't really test us. Um, And I think still, despite the blip he had for for that sort of month or six weeks where he wasn't quite his best, what a steal he's been um, in terms of the amount of money we've paid out for him because he's been one of the main reasons that we've ended up qualifying for Europe. Okay, let me progress that question. I'll ask you the question, James. Does he start, if we go with a back four next year, does he start right now, considering who we could potentially buy, would you start him as your centre-half next year? For me, um, I don't. Who's the player that we're potentially buying? I've missed that. It could be anyone. That's just a hypothetical. If we, oh okay, um, yeah. For me, I think he starts next year. Like I'll choose him over Diop, especially with Bonner. So he would be the starter for me, unless unless someone's going to come in that would rival, in my eyes, a Bonner's place in terms of like being our best centre half. Then I think he's going to have to start. Fair enough. My my one problem with him and Ogbonna, they're both 30 plus. Dawson's 31, isn't he? And Ogbonna's yeah. a little bit older, isn't he? 30, 33, 33, I think. Um and that, that yeah, worries me with a that worries me with a pair of them. But I I do like Diop. Um and Diop will get probably a lot of European games next year. Yeah, he'll get um, loads of game time for his age uh, as well. He's only young. Yeah, still, he's, yeah. he's still twenty four. So I mean you've got to think that's gonna be a big factor. And we have got sort mm. of four main centre halves really so we're going to need all of them next season um, well, three now really because um, Balbrenner has said that he's gone he's, that's him he's done uh, so does is that that is that Alves then comes in again we know nothing of this young lad also we know we know, we, we know very little of Baptiste who has been touted as a very very good centre half um, could we see one of the youngsters come up into the squad especially for European games or did I go out and have to sort of replace the centre half? I th- I think we've got this Alves in for a reason, clearly, um, and he is he's probably a long term option because again he's a youngster. Um, I think he's what twenty twenty one he is. So he's he's obviously there for a reason. Um, they brought him in because they obviously like the look of him. It wouldn't surprise me if he's. Especially, you don't know who you're going to get in like the group stages. No. Um, 
and we're probably going to be one of the lower ranked sides in the groups um, in terms of the seedings because of our UEFA coefficient basically being non-existent. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so we're not exactly going to get crap teams. Like no. we're, you're going to be looking at the teams that are currently in there in the group stages based on their league positions. You've got Real Sociedad, Real Betis, Leicester, us. Obviously, we can't get Leicester. Um, Eintracht Frankfurt, Bayer Leverkusen, Napoli, Lazio, Lyon, Marseille, Braga, and Lo- Locomotive Moscow. They're the sides that are currently guaranteed group stages. Um, and, and all them teams. The ones that are in the group stages, uh, in the qualifying rounds. All them teams have played Champions League football in the last three or four years. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're good sides. And we will get at least one. Of, I, I think it's, it'll work out we'll get at least one of them. The, um, um, I'm, the, I'm the confident. Coefic- the coefficients are... Um, we are, of the teams that are in the group stages so far, we've got the third lowest coefficient. We're above Sociedad and Betis, um, but every other side is higher than us. So we could potentially, it, things probably will change and we won't be, but we could potentially be in pot four, which is the lowest seeds. Um, so wake of that what you will. Also depends who qualifies, isn't it? Um Yeah because obviously there'll be a lot of lower ranked teams in the qualifiers as well. So it wouldn't surprise me pot two or three. Um we might I'd be very, very surprised if we're anywhere near pot one. We um, I don't think we can go into pot one um based just based on what's already been drawn. Uh look at, I'm looking at the article uh, the Wikipedia page now and it says pot two, three or four, um which is what we can go into. Fair so. enough. Um and we'll Do take what, to be fair, one set James, pot two or even pot three and getting two bigger teams in your first year in Europe. Nothing wrong with that. Because the no. West Ham fans, especially if we can travel, West Ham fans will go out to these bigger games in their masses. Imagine them, like seven or 8,000 West Ham fans rocking up at Napoli. Yeah, or or like a Sociedad, like a big Spanish side, or, or even a German side. Imagine taking 8,000 West Ham fans out of Germany like, and playing, <sighs> and and playing Eintracht Frankfurt, Frankfurt and stuff like that. Call that go off. West Ham fans are going nuts. Um, but it's, it's great. It's a great feeling to be in Europe. It really is, and to know, and to know that we're already in the group stages, and we haven't got to qualify. <laughs> because yeah. when I see us in sixth, I was like, "We got to go to Astra again and get beat again." But they got knocked out anyway, so we're uh, we're safely, and we've got six games at least six games in Europe. And we've actually got in from merit rather than fair play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I believe even if we finish third in the group, we move down into the Conference League for the knockout stages. I've Pretty sure that's what I read. So there's a good chance you get even more games in Europe as well. Um, yeah, it's like a knock-on effect, isn't it? It's but- like the Champions League group. Right? <laughs> if you finish third in the Champions League group, you go down into knockout stages of Europa League. And I believe if you finish third in the Europa League group, you go down into knockout stages of the Conference League. So- Just to let you know that you can um, look for your flights for sort of this time next year to Seville because that's where the final is going to be. So... Oh, <laughs> tasty. <laughs> it would be. Uh, it should be this date next year because it's tomorrow that the UEFA final is. It'd be around uh, according, according to Wikipedia, it's the 18th of May next year because everything's brought forward oh, a little we, bit because of yeah. the season starting late this year because of COVID. So, yeah, it's the 18th of May. So, Not get your flights lie. booked. I would yeah, like it's... to just get a flight booked just to go, even if we can't go to the ground. <laughs> just to go for like the atmosphere I think it'd be it would be outside. fantastic if we get through to a final or a semi-final in a place like that it'd be taken over by West Ham fans there'd be no you wouldn't be able to get anywhere else it'd be West Ham fans 
yeah, I can imagine it being absolutely mental because they might say only 10,000 fans can get a ticket, but there's no way there's only be 10,000 fans there. <laughs> no chance. It's just going to be absolutely heaving. Um, I was going to say, like, these big teams, even if we get put in a pot where we've got, you know, the bigger the bigger sides, you know, like your Leverkusen's and places, people like that, I think, uh, like, our first 11, our fans, our fans is to do well. I really do. Like, the problem is I know that we're not going to play our first 11 against I, I know. It depends on what stage of the tournament. I think if we get through the group stage and we're in like the knockout rounds and we've got our 11 that say, for example, played against Southampton, I feel like, you know, like the Premier League, all teams in the Premier League are pretty good. I think this is where Moyes is going to be in a bit of a hard place next year because he doesn't want to get on the wrong side of fans early in, early on the season with bad results in the in the Premier League. Then also, West Ham fans are not going to be in Europe and go out and follow the team around Europe and, and, and watch our B-side play. No, exactly. Yeah, you'll have changes. Of course you'll have changes. But you'll need the likes of Declan and, and Zuchet to play a lot of games in Europe. You'll, you'll probably need two decent centre-halves. You're going to need a backup striker because if, if Antonio is still our main striker next year, he's not going to be able to, to play Thursday, Sunday every week. And you're going to need a good striker to replace him. Or it'll be Antonio and Europa League. Which he could cause absolute devastation in the right league against against bad teams. Just just to let you know, I've been doing my research. Um, you could currently get return flights to Seville for that week, going on the Monday, coming back on the Friday, seventy four quid. <laughs> Should we just book them. <laughs> <laughs> just cancel them off. <laughs> well, that'd be. Could you imagine doing that as like a stag do? Book it early. <laughs> Mig, that's that's your job. <laughs> that's the stack, dude. Just book it. We'll go. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, nice. No, it, it'll be quality, and it's going to be a great experience for for us as fans as well. Because, well, apart from Palermo a few years back, we've not got through even to a first. I think that was the first round before even the group stage. Or was that the qualifier? When was that? Two, that was year oh, two thousand, wasn't it? Oh six. Was it? Was it as late as that? It was when we got after we got through to the FA Cup final. Yeah, it was uh, uh, a 06 07 season, the year Tevez and Mascherano was there. So, did, yeah. I swear we played, or was it Met? Might have been Mets, Mets was not Mets was 1999, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah, a long Mets, time I ago. Remember uh, that. So, Guys. when we when we, we lost 3 0 away at Palermo, our team was Carol, Spectre, Collins, Gabadon, Koncheski, Rio Coca. Boya, Mascherano, Harewood, Tevez, Cole. And the subs were Ben Ayoun, Sheringham, Zamora, Rob Green, Matty Everington, Hayden Mullins, and Ben Ayoun playing in that game. That's still a good side, a good squad. Thought it's not we had a bad back then. side, yeah. But Palermo were a good side back then. When I looked at that team, I think one of you posted the other day of uh, the last time he was in Europe compared to like our squad now it's like night and day in it yeah but you think with what that team done the year before and the team that first played um astra in the in the bowling season that was mm. a good side that's a good side i know this year's this year's different um and we have got a really really good side there but we've had good sides in europe we've just never really done anything yeah um i was actually going to say uh, you were talking about fans. We'd have loads of fans going at these games, and we've said that. I remember looking at, I was watching a, a VHS uh, the other week, oh, back, really? uh, old seasons, um, and we used to play in a, a, a cup competition called the Anglo-Italian Cup. 
And we used to take full fans out of them games as well, and it was a nothing competition. Like, it, we'll, yeah, fans will go, fans, and fans will. Like, I'm sure one of our mates, Tom, Tom who's been on the uh, uh, pod a few times, I'm sure he will try and get out to one of them. He, he follows West yeah. Ham all around, all around the UK, so I'm sure he'll try and get to one of them at least. The thing is, we're a, we're a big club in terms of fan base, not necessarily success, obviously, we're a big club in terms of fan base, but with no fortune. So whenever we're going to get this opportunity, Newcastle would be the same. If Newcastle got the same opportunity as we did, they would be the exact same sort of club that would take thousands abroad into into like the uh, different countries in Europe. I think it's because we're, we are a bigger side that we'll get that. And obviously we're West Ham fans, we're West Ham fans and we know what West Ham fans are like. As we know, Newcastle, Newcastle fans are like. But I bet Wolves took a load of fans that we don't really know about. Like these big, big English clubs will take fans. Fans love their football. And we will go out in masses and cause yeah. cause problems. It'll be great. It'll be really great. And I can't wait to see our fans out there. Yeah, just, I'll just, just look forward to our first Thursday night. Oh, we're yeah. gonna be so we're gonna be so happy on that first Thursday night. Until we get spanked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We won't get spanked. I didn't I didn't realise this. I was just reading that they so there's a slight change to the format of the competition um this year in terms of the uh, like post group stages. So I'm getting well ahead of myself here. Um <laughs> when uh after the group stages you've got the first knockout round, but that is only um the group Third place teams. Sorry, Mig, we lost you there, oh, mate. Sorry there. So that. No. <laughs> we'll come back to that point by Mig in a minute. Um, uh... Knockout round after the. What? No, <laughs> just, <laughs> just get out of the way. <laughs> Put him back in. See if he comes back. Um, nope. Is he back? No, he's not back of us. Damn. Um, is there anyone? Um, let's just talk. Five minutes of transfers while Mig's not around. Is there anyone that realistically um, you see like rumours for that you'd really want to buy? Obviously, take Lingard out of the equation because we'd love to have. Actually, we're back before we talk transfers. We're back. <laughs> um, Mig, please let us know what's going on with Europa League next year. Quickly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why my internet decided to completely glitch out at that point. Um, but yeah, the first knockout round is just teams from the group uh-huh. stages plus the third place from the Champions League. The group winners go past that stage directly to the round of 16. Oh. So it, ma- it makes a massive difference of winning then. Yeah. It's so the second place plays the uh, the third place, you're saying? Yeah, so the, ah. the, second, the second place teams and the third place from the group stage of the Champions League go into a, a, a knockout round. And then the first place teams from the Europa League like bypass that and go straight to the round of 16. That is, I actually quite like that idea. Um, it gives, I think that will actually make more teams play their first choice teams to finish top in the group because you get two two less games like in, in a season that way. Um, and you actually, you're avoiding two, you're avoiding potentially a very good Champions League side. Um, you see, like United dropping into Europa League and stuff like that over the last well, couple of years. You, you can of avoid teams, them. Yeah, if one of these teams gets the group of death and they end up coming third and it's yeah. like, they finish second in the league this year, then you know they're going to be a shit old team. Yeah. So, yeah, it's uh, it's, 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 it's I actually really like that for um, just the t- competition because how often do you get to 
round five, uh, round five and six of the group stages and the group's pretty much already done and it's a pointless couple of weeks in Europa League. So um, I actually, yeah. I'm, I'm actually, I actually like that a lot. Right, I transfers. Think I just want to give this a go. Should we go for a quick break before transfers? Uh, no, I want to do five minutes of transfers and then we're going to talk England for 15, oh, okay. 20 minutes. Um, now, apart from obviously Lingard, which is a massive thing for the club, all of us want Lingard. Um, he's been brilliant for us for six months. Anyone else really stand out on your radar as someone that you really want us to take, Mig? Um, not really at the moment. I mean, there's lots of rumours of Sam Johnston from West Brom, which I think would be a good signing. Um, it looks like he's going to end up going to the Euros. Um, so any, you might any, he's not going to play there, is he? Really, but he's. I think he's what 20, 27, 28, something like that. Um, so he would be a good person to bed into the squad. Oh, no. Yeah. All right, James, what about yourself? Um, I like work. the... Oh, here it goes. Oh. <laughs> what is, what is <laughs> going on tonight? <laughs> One of us, for some on? reason, has got to have a bad connection. He's normally an, an Nazi friend, but today... It, it is it's you. tradition. It is. It is. Um, Wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> James, what about you? Any, anyone that really stands um, out? I'd like the. I'd like to have, take it for us to take a bit of a punt on the old Blackburn fella, but I, I know they're probably going to quite charge quite a bit um, for us to take him off their off their hands. I like. I like how you say the old Blackburn fella. Like you don't know his name. Yeah, I can't remember. Is it, it. Is it cause he's, <laughs> it's because he's outside the Premier League? James has no idea. <laughs> Adam Armstrong. That's, 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 the, that's the one. That's, that is the one. Yeah, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. I, like, I like Adam Armstrong. Um, um, the I'm other thing fan. is, um, if if they don't go up, Ivan Tony, um, but he will be very expensive. That is the one that I want. Ivan that Tony. is, yeah, that is the one that seems to be I hear the most. But I just know that Brentford, if they if they don't, well, I think they'll probably charge more, won't they? If they come up, they'd be. They'd we won't, like, we oh, won't go if they. Come we won't up. leave if he comes up. No, no, no way. So you know, in you know, in the ideal world, probably him be the best person, wouldn't it? But. Um, I would like us to sign um, just some, just a decent sort of centre mid. Just I don't know who in particular. No one comes to mind, but oh, there must be someone out there that that can sort of be a good backup for Mark Noble. Someone that can come in unless one yeah. of the youngsters steps up. Someone that was touted today was the Sparta Sparta midfielder, and I can't remember his name. Um, but he, he was looked at. Um, I was reading today that he's. Uh, we are monitoring his uh, prize. Uh, price, price. Um, over the next few weeks to see what price we can get him for. Um, Suchek's partner, uh, back at back at Sparta. Uh, Sparta. So um, that's someone I'd love to get. Someone like Simmer from Sparta as well. Very, very good player. And but the I, one, always, on. the one I'm I, I'm desperate for is Tammy, Tammy Abraham. Um, he's already he's got 15 goals in the Premier League season already. Plus, uh, he's athletic. He doesn't. He very rarely gets injured. He's young. It suit our style of play down to a down down to an absolute T. Um, so Tammy's the one that I'd be very very desperate to go and buy. You know what? If we got him, like I'd be over the moon with that signing. I just don't. I just don't know whether Chelsea Chelsea let us. You know, I just don't. I don't know. I just I just think it's one of those things. We're either going to get you know a Chelsea down. Chelsea are going all out for Kane or Holland. They've got. To. They're going out. They'll go out for a big striker. And with Timo Werner there, what's the point of keeping uh, Tammy? Um, it'll, it'll probably be 30, 35 million's worth of player. 
but I pay it for it. That's what I mean. So we've got to talk budget, really. Like how much you said something about seventy five million, didn't you? Uh, Mig say that yeah, about seventy five million. I think was the uh, the rumored budget. So you're looking at Jesse's probably a thirty as well. I reckon Man United are probably want that. Um, and Tammy's going to be forty at least, probably. Current favourites to sign Tammy are Man United. Oh really? Yeah. Mm. That wouldn't be a bad sign for them either. I think it's five them. to two, Villa seven to two, us five to mate. If Villa get him over us, that would yeah. be an absolute travesty. Yeah, if Villa take up. him over us because they are not that they they are not a big big enough club to go buy someone ahead of us. That really annoy me. Um, what was I going to say? Who are we talking about? I think I think oh, John's like you said, Johnston be a good a good goalkeeper to sort of. A backup goalkeeper. I don't know whether I've seen enough of him yet to sort of. He's had a good year. He's had a very good year. Someone to made, step made in the most saves in the league this season. Yeah, did he? Yeah, and, and Fabian didn't Fabianski do that last year or the year before? Uh, the year before, I think last yeah. year he was injured, weren't he? So that's right. Year before, yeah. Um, the other player I'd go out all out for potentially on a loan with an option to buy is Tamori from Chelsea. He's been out on loan all year. If you can get him as a young centre half in and bring him in, that would be an absolute steal of a player uh, to get Tomori in. Other than that, the only real place we need backup is a left back. I think we're desperate for a left back. Um, and is it the Brentford left backs being tapped again, Rico Henry? Uh, but that again all depends on where they end up on Saturday. I think. So. No matter what, we need to add depth, don't we? Yeah. How did that uh, Norwich lad do this year? The fullback. The, Max uh, Harris. Uh, Max yeah, Harris. Yeah. He'll, he'll go somewhere like, wouldn't surprise if he ends up at Arsenal. Oh, really? Uh, he wouldn't be a bad one to sort of put a, put a bid in for. I think there's that, as much maybe as the Spurs right, as well. Spurs, yeah. It, but but think of the players they've just spent money on at right back. Doherty last year. Aurier's only been there a couple of years. They spent money on him. That's a lot, that's a lot of money on right backs. Um, but yeah, it, Ars, like Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal or Spurs wouldn't surprise me at all for Max Harris. Um, probably is that again they're coming up um, would, would, he, would he really want to leave same as Buendia I'd love to go sign Buendia but is he going to leave Norwich there's rumours of like big size like 45 mil for him so yeah. I don't think it'll be one that we'll be going after and again it's not a position we need as much no. no no we need to make some good loan signings as well this year yeah just just good depth players depth depth players is massive the only problem with loan signings is sometimes I don't buy all in um, to what the club are doing like we've been lucky this year with Lingard um, he bought in and he's been brilliant sometimes the line signs you just don't get it and it worries me um, Michael Edwards he's 6-4 to four, I go to Everton Max Ahrens mm. Col- Coleman's on the way out and he so that's really not a bad shout be all. a good signing for them yeah very good um, the only other player I want to discuss before we move on is Felipe Anderson Um and we discussed him in the past and what, what we think of him as a player. And I'll pass this to you, Michael, as well, as you're listening. Um, keep him, yes or no? Who wants to answer it first? I would go yes if we can offload Yarmolenko. I'd be surprised if Yarmolenko stays, but we're not getting any more than about five mil for him. But it's the wages as well, isn't it? So wages off the book is, is massive, but then our wage structure isn't massive at the moment either. I don't think because of what we've got rid of in the last couple of years. I don't know if right. Mick can check. I don't know if Mick can check that quickly. But I know but we've, we've unloaded a lot of players. 
Yeah, I know Yom is on at least 100 grand a week, so yeah. it's going to be that's, that's quite a big signing to sort of get rid of. Because if, you, if think, you can if you sign Jesse, he's gonna he's gonna want that sort of caliber of money, and he so yeah. If you can unload Yarmolenko and give that money to Jesse, you take it for sure. Um, but and yeah, I think I think there is a place for Anderson to work. He's never really worked under Moyes yet for a long time. He didn't have a big spell under him, did he? Because we offloaded him pretty much. He had that. Um, he had the fir- he had Moyes' first spell, didn't he? And he done pretty well. Yeah, um, I like I, mean, so I, I like Anderson, um, but yeah, he's like, he's no he's nowhere near that first team at the moment. That's the problem, and he's I think he's he's hardly paid any games for Porto this year. So you're not going to get a lot of money for him either. No, we've completely made a lot, uh, make a massive loss on him. But I is he worth a punt in a year in a team when we need squad depth? Probably with the talent he is. It depends. I think how much you could get for him um, as well. So, like, if you could get a decent amount of money that you can use elsewhere, I'd take it. Um, but he's, I think he's played about five or six games in the league for Porto this season. Um, and he's obviously big wages. But it depends if he comes in pre-season as the right um, sort of head on his shoulders and is willing to prove a point, then, yeah, it'd be good He'd be good for the European games and the squad depth that he'd bring. Um, he, is a match, he is a match winner. Yeah, he's got that talent and we've seen it, but it's just, has he got the right mindset and is he willing yeah. to really work and prove himself? Because also, you look at the side now and look at the way we're playing going forward now, the expression of those players. He fits into that mould so well. He's pacey, he's skillful, he can score goals when he's on it. And if you're if you're adding him around Fornells, Bowen, Ben Rama, Jesse, all these players, just a squad depth. Like if, if you lose one of them players, you're not too far out with Anderson if he hits form. So I'd be very tempted to keep him unless someone comes in with a 20, 25 million bid for him. I Do you know, yeah. I'd probably mind keeping him. Yeah, I, 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 would, I would let him go for 20, 25 mil, definitely. Because I think with Moyes given that money, he would f- buy someone that I know that he he would want for the calibre, you know, sort of to meet the credentials that he looks for in a player. Also, but it I kind of, it kind of funds the Lingard deal, doesn't it, really, as well? Yeah, Sorry. I think I think he could get if anyone's going to get something out of um, Felipe. I think it would be Moyes because he seems to be quite a good man manager. I think like he's quite he seems to have that sort of aura to sort of you know um, get the players to work for him. Mm-hmm. Like look what he's done. Look what he did with Anatovic. Look what he done with Antonio in terms of making them their positional change. You know and getting them to work work hard at their job and getting all the players to run the work ethic, the effort, uh, the ethic, sorry, of everybody playing in this team at the moment seems to be, has gone up like tenfold. And I think he would, wouldn't allow Anderson to slack. So he might even bring the best out of him if he's given a chance in Europe. Potentially, potentially. I look forward to seeing it. The only thing with him and selling is, I think he's only got a year left on his contract. So you've got to either cash in or you don't Mm. want don't want him going on a free, really, do you? Especially no. if he has a good year as well next year. You yeah, really don't want him going on a free. Typical, it? Um, before we move on, I uh, just want to quickly, I don't know if you've listened, James. I know you had Mig. The Peter Peter Crouch podcast, the episode of Mark Noble. Have yeah, you listened, have James? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How funny with some of them stories. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love Mark Noble. And it, it, you've seen things of him in the past, videos and stuff, with, with just what he's like. He's a typical club man. 
loves the banter but some of the stories honestly i was in the van had me in absolute tears the story of him and teddy sheringham was one of the funny i'm not i, I don't want to read it out now because I, I i don't know if everyone's listened to it but that story is just classic football banter and i've never laughed so much listening to a podcast and it will be devastating for the for west ham fans i think for fans that really love noble apart from jamie because jamie, gonna say, and, jamie will have a party because jamie is a clown and we know that jamie's a clown um mm. uh, it'll be it'll be a horrible day for west ham fans when when noble um uh takes off his boots for the last time as a west ham player next year but it will be a good day when he's lifting the europa league trophy Right. what's a day <laughs> so, um, one of the, one of the things i will say is that and I, I said this to you dal um the way he speaks about arnautovic makes me think that there there could be substance in him coming back i wouldn't be against it on a free i wouldn't um, be a free his contract's up yeah he's and he's at he's at the age now where um he knows he's probably going to be his last club his agent and his brother who's an absolute dickhead as well probably can't get too much involved because of it will be his last chance in the Premier League so we might just get another good couple of years out of Marco as a squad player again because again it's again the, he, the depth isn't it we need it, again he is and you see what Antonio's like Antonio's strong he's athletic uh, he's quick Arnautovic isn't far off that mould of player no he's been that's, Moyes put Arnautovic in that role and Moyes also put Antonio sort of in that role as well um, and look, look what's look what's come of it. So it's not. Mm. I, I don't think it's a bad shout. I know he's a uh, good like for like player. I know he's an absolute bastard on his day. But the the players from from what Noble said absolutely absolutely adored him. Um, Noble still is in uh, a lot of contact with him as well. Uh, from what from what he said, so it wouldn't surprise me one little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, did anyone see the Declan Rice comments uh, today about his nephew? No. Um, I was reading it. I, it might have been a bit, an interview, but he said uh, he had his nephew round for dinner uh, at his mum's house the other day, and his um, his mum was telling his nephew to eat his pizza, and he, he was saying no. So Declan walks in and says, "Eat your pizza," and he goes. Uh, apparently, he goes, "I'll eat my pizza as long as we FaceTime Mark Noble." Right, and that was <laughs> that <laughs> was that. it. <laughs> that was it, and uh, yeah, brilliant. Just it's great to see the West Ham boys just loving loving life as a as a team at the moment, and Declan and. Jesse Lingard, they've got a great friendship going and it'll be great to talk England, which we're going to do now after this break. Mm. What a segue, by the way. I know, great segue. I know. So, and we'll go into that segue now. England, it is uh, time to move on from West Ham. Um, as, as you said, we will have an in-the-season review next week with Ryan, um, which will be fantastic. But for the next just over a month, we're going to turn our attention to the England squad that are playing in Euro. Take it's Euro 2021, even though it's technically Euro 2020. It's still Euro 2020. Is that what they're calling it still? Euro 2020 then, um, even though we're playing it in 2021. Um, so today, uh, Gareth Southgate, I was actually going to call him David Morgan for some unknown reason. Um, Wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah. Gareth Southgate named a provisional 33-man squad. I'm going to pass it over to Mick, and he's going to very, very quickly read out the team, uh, read out the squad. I can't read. Mick, quickly before could, my internet cuts out again. You could share the screen. Oh, no, oh. It's, it's just the BBC Sport website. Are we getting all technical now? Um, 
It's uh, go on then. I'll tell you what. I'll share it for you. Go on. Just share share the uh, the tab. That's only because James hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. No, I have seen the squad. <laughs> no, I have seen the squad. There you cool. go. There so you can see the keepers: Henderson, Johnston, Pickford, and Ramsdale. Uh, defenders: Stones, Shaw, Maguire. Trent, Walker, Mings, James, Cody, Chilwell, Godfrey, Trippier, White, which was a surprise one in this extended 33-man squad. Mount, Rice, Henderson, Bellingham, Phillips, Lingard, and James Ward-Prowse. And then the gluttony of forwards that we've got. Harry Kane, Rashford, Sterling, DCL, Foden, Grealish, Greenwood, Watkins, Sancho, and Saka. That's some talent up top. That is a lot of firepower. Yeah, but but we have to we have to get rid of seven players. Uh, yeah, that's what. So what? Um, this, this tournament is going to be massive for Foden. Yeah, I hope he's so. Gonna, he's going to hope so. Yeah. Um, and I think the actual twenty six gets named on June the first, and I don't know. I don't know when the guys meet up, but obviously Chelsea and Man City players will not be there till Monday at the earliest. Um, because of the Champions League. The thing is, we've got a game, as you'll see here. On Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, we play Wednesday night in a friendly. And then, and then Sunday in a friendly. One's Romania. Austria. Austria, and then at Romania. Marco. Oh, oh yes. Um, but Austria is part of the Euros as well. So that is quite a big a big warm-up for us. Uh, Romania, I believe, are not part of the Euros. Um, nope. So that's a bit more of a free hit, but that's the last game before the Euros. Uh, that's a week out. So um, I think he named this provisional squad, and I think you said it earlier on, because of potential injuries going in uh, to the Champions League final with the likes of Mount, uh, Foden, the, these sorts of players. Which and chill the Europa well. League. And the Europa League final with the United players as well. But obviously, United players can join up with that squad a little bit earlier, um, which is a good thing. Um do you think it's, it's obviously a good idea to name this squad? Is there anyone, before we take players out of that 33, is there anyone that you think could have made the 33 from this year? Wan-Bissaka? Yeah, good shout. Wan-Bissaka is always one. It's just we've got so many right-backs and he's yeah. just the unlucky one that just never gets a look in. Um, James Madison? Considering Trent might not even make that squad. Yeah, which oh, is no, ridiculous. I, mean, I think he's finished the season strongly enough to make the squad. Yeah, um, I, but I hope so. Gareth Southgate seems to be on the on the fence about him. Um, yeah. The two that I feel probably most sorry for, Madison, slightly. Um, he's been a dick at the end of the season. But that's, that's the problem that we've got with him. Um, I think Bamford's the one that, of anyone that could feel aggrieved not to make the 33, it's Bamford. Yeah, But Harvey Barnes has been good this year as well. He's injured, though. Well, he's he has injured, been injured. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's just come back yeah. from injury. Yeah, so I, think, so. I think he'd be knocking on the door if he weren't injured. So Yeah, he's still very young, though. I think after this Euros, I think. But then I say that, all those attacking players are young players. They're all, um, they're all under 25, aren't they? <laughs> with, with, apart from, I think, Kane, they're all really quite young. Um, so you look at Sterling, you, I think, at the heart. Sterling, the yeah. You look, you look at going forward, like that England front line for the next sort of 10 years could be devastating. Oh, this is that. This is probably the start of our golden generation. Uh, don't you can't I say stuff like that because we're going to get our hearts broken. We're going to get our hearts broken every time. The, the <laughs> one for me, the thing with Bamford for me is he. Other than Kane, he was the top scoring Englishman in the Premier League. He got one more than Calvert Lewin. But when you compare the two, Calvert Lewin didn't get an assist all season, and Bamford got seven. Hmm. Yeah, I think 
obviously Calvert Lewin's had England caps and he's done well for England already, which obviously puts him above Bamford. I think the only reason why he went Watkins over Bamford is they're different types of player. If you put Bamford, Calvert Lewin, and Kane all together, they're all sort of big players that are good in the air, good with the ball at their feet. Watkins is a player that can get in behind the back that back line mm-hmm. if need be. So that's why I think he probably went Watkins over Bamford, uh, which I I do agree. It's very harsh on Bamford. Uh, it's incredibly harsh after the season he's had. But then if he has another good season next year, he's got to be knocking on the door even more. Um, and he's twenty seven now, though. It's still, it's still at the peak. Really, now that's the peak of his career. Twenty seven. Uh, that's when you're at your best. So if he has another good year next year, and we've sp- we've seen teams, i.e. Sheffield United, we've seen teams have one good year in the Prem and then really die off. So it's a big thing for Bamford and Leeds to. The thing is, is now now as well, we're only eighteen months away from the World Cup. Exactly. I, I don't know that. I don't know. I'm going to like that at December World Cup. It's going to be so weird. That is it's, weird. It's going to be weird in that you're so used to World Cups, beer gardens, sun out. And just yeah. all of that, and it's just going to be dark and cold and miserable. With your but, Christmas decorations up. <laughs> yeah. The only thing is, with that, it, it it just gives it another, gives you something else to look forward to around Christmas time. Now, Christmas time's great anyway, but that yeah. When, um, when is the actual tournament starting? Uh, late November, I believe, because yeah, I, I believe the first fixtures back for Premier League side is Boxing Day. There oh. you go. So it's the twenty first of November to the eighteenth of December. Wow. Yeah. So, and then the first fixtures back for all Premier League sides are Boxing Day. Um, so, like leading up to Christmas, especially imagine if, if England do well as well, which they've got the potential to do. What a, what a, what a month that could be. Um, Christmas parties, going out with the boys, like be great times, be great times. But I'm, I'm still looking forward to this uh, this tournament. As you said, Mick, being out in the sun, beer gardens. If it ever stopped raining. Ah, oh, don't stop it. The main, <laughs> honestly, I've never known anything like this May. I think we've had rain every day. Pretty much. It's, it's horrible. It is. It I'm is, doing a lot of indoor horrible. PE at the moment. It is horrible <laughs> yeah, I bet. at this time of year. And I can't believe I've played, I've had all three games of my cricket, we've had four games somehow, even though it's pissed it down every Saturday. So mm. we've been lucky. Right, let's talk about uh, these seven players that are going to miss out. Now, there's a couple that really stand out. Um, and I'll, I'll pass this over to people that are watching. And it, it might just be Michael. There might be a few others if you want to get involved. Um, who's the seven players that miss out, Mig? Ramsdale was one of them straight away. And I think Ben White you can put on there as well. Yeah. Um, they're, they're two that are sort of set in stone. I don't think Ben Godfrey makes it either. You don't. There's five centre-halves on there. You're probably only going to go with four. Um, Don't I, I, I look at Ben Godfrey as another one that can play right back potentially and not take maybe. one of the other right backs? But I don't maybe. think, with the amount of right backs we've got anyway, I don't you think don't need that. It, you're no. not going to take him over a specialist right back, especially when you've got Walker, who can play this, the right centre half if you're going to back five. Um, I don't think Ward Prowse makes it. Um, I, the only way I can see him making it is if Henderson isn't fit. Yeah. So. But yeah, the, the, like other than that, I just don't know who. It's it's amongst the forwards. Watkins probably doesn't make it. Um, and I also think, I mean, earlier in the season, I wouldn't have said this, but I don't think Saka makes it now um, no. because he just hasn't had a strong finish to the season, whereas other players have. And I just hope Grealish goes. <laughs> yeah, but I, th- I if- think. 
Greenwood's on the cusp as well. I don't know about Greenwood. I think he's finished the season well, which helps him. Um, and he's young and he's, he's, other than Kane, he's probably our most natural goal scorer. He's our best finisher. So I think I'd like to see him go, but I'm not sure. I think your question with Greenwood is, and it's probably a shame that Sancho's finished the season on such a high as well. I think that seventh spot is out of those two, uh, Greenwood or Sancho. Does he go Greenwood who can play as a natural striker as well? Or do you take another flying winger in Sancho who can do damage from deep? Now, Greenwood can do damage from deep. We've seen that. But um, he obviously likes to play with sort of three up in that sort of region with Rashford, Grealish, um, Foden, these sorts of players, Sterling with Kane. I don't. I really don't know where he goes with it. I pers- personally, I'd like to see both of them go, but then who do you who do you leave out? It's it's a it's a real tough question. It is really tough because you've got to take the second actual striker. You can't go without a second striker because you know Kane is Kane does get injured from from time to time. So the other thing is, is one is does one of the right backs not make it? Potentially. So you've yeah. got Trent. Walker, James, Trippier, Trippier. So you're probably not taking all four of those. No. One of them's going to go, and it's going to. I reckon it's going to be either Trent or Trippier because he likes Reese James. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and this is where I just if Michael Edwards has has, has put up his uh, seven Ramsdale, Mings, Trippier, Watkins, Phillips, White, Saka. I'll be very surprised if he doesn't take Mings because he likes Mings. I Phillips, think Phillips is a good Phillips, rice replacement. Phillips is your rice replacement. That's what I think Phillips yeah. does. Uh, because not, none of them other centre midfielders, if we're playing a big side like France or uh, a Germany or Portugal, which we could get in the second round, depending on where we finish, um, no one can sit. If Rice gets injured, no one is that holding midfielder. Um, so I think I think Rice goes, uh, Phillips goes as a rice backup. But yeah, a few of them wouldn't surprise me. I, I, again, I'd be surprised if he doesn't take Trippier. He seems to like Trippier. Um, he does and, like Trippier. And he can also play as a, le- a left-back as well. If, if yeah, Chilwell he's been used there, isn't he? Chilwell and um, uh, Shaw gets injured. So I it, think I actually think Lingard will get used more than people think he will because he's a worker. He runs. He just don't stop running. So I oh. think he's the type of player that we will bring on. The yeah, only bunch, thing is... A bunch just... of starts... There's, it's just there's so much competition for that place. You've got oh, yeah. himself. You've got you can include Bellingham in that sort of role, and then you've got any of the attacking players that aren't out and out strikers: Foden, Grealish, Rashford, Sterling, yeah. Sancho. Yeah. Like, they're what, all what that sort of player. Southgate's like, very lucky, to be fair. I think. I to think be in this Ling- position. I think Lingard goes as sort of a mount backup. He backs up Mount um, in that. In that role, we've seen Southgate like like playing in there as well. He seems to like playing Foden out in in a wider position where he plays a bit for City as well, um, which could be interesting because on that left you could potentially have Foden challenging with uh, Grealish and Rashford plays out on that uh, sort of left left side as well. I didn't even mention Mason Mount as well. Yeah, Mason Mount is Mason Mount starts. Yeah, he's quite for me. Yeah. Without a yeah. doubt, he starts. And I do agree with you, Max. Lingard is a big game player. I think That's where I think he goes. I think I think you've got to you got to start. I think you've got to start folding as well. I think well, let's do that got... then, right? So starting elevens. Right, you've got you've got your thirty three. Now you can name whatever eleven out of that thirty three because you might think other people are gonna go and others not. 
name me your eleven. Name me what formation we're going to go with, and then we'll see. We'll see what we think. So, Mick, I'm going to go with you first, or are you writing yours down? Yeah, give me two minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wasn't prepared for this. Yeah, you caught uh, me off guard. <laughs> okay, I'll I'll go then because I'm I'm pretty sure of what he'll do if you look at the last couple of uh, fixtures. He'll go Butland in goal. I then think it'll be Carl Walker. Butland? Not Butland. Um, uh, <laughs> Pick, Pickford. Um, I'll, Pickford. Put, I'll put uh, David Seaman in goal. <laughs> Sorry. Pickford in goal. <laughs> uh, Carl Walker, Maguire, Stones, probably Luke Shaw. It will then be Rice and Henderson with Mount, then Sterling, Foden, and Kane. That'll be my start eleven for Croatia. Mm. Oh, and Max has put out his eleven. So he's got Pickford, Walker, Stones, Maguire, Shaw, Rice, Mount, Grealish, Rashford, Kane, Foden. I don't disagree with you uh, that that is probably our best team. But he loves Sterling. He absolutely loves Sterling. So I'll be surprised if Rashford starts over Sterling. I feel like Sterling's the type of player you when you're on top of the game though. Because he kind of, um, I feel like when when he plays for Man City, like he's a, he's a, he's a good at getting at the back post and being in the right place at the right time for little tap ins and he's a he's a tricky player. I like him because he buys you stuff. He buys you things in yeah. a box. I think I think you need Gre- Grealish just get he wins you free kicks. Is him and Kane win so many free kicks? Yeah, but that's why I think he'll be good off the bench. I don't think he starts uh, Grealish. Um, off the bench coming on 15, 20 to go winning you free kicks I think that's where he's going to play a very big part in his squad this year It's weird I don't really how, how has Sancho actually been playing this year because I don't really follow anything the last the last six weeks very very good 8 goals and 13 assists in the Bundesliga he's never really sort of set the world alight in England for the in England team, I don't think. He's, he's had, had a few good games, games but he's, had a good he's, game. he's never really sort of made me think, right, he's starting. Yeah, but he's never played he's never played consistently for England because of other players at play. And he's not played in the major tournament for England yet. Mm. No, I want to see him. I want to see him do well like so I don't want I, I I'm not actually saying anything against him no. to be honest. Or just uh, one of Jamie Jamie Desperately want Sancho to go. I yeah. know this for a fact. Like I think we know what Mason Greenwood could do, but I think he's literally he's what nineteen years old. He's got the whole of his career ahead of yeah. him. Same with same with Bellingham. Like but I know Bellingham is like he's doing really really well abroad at the moment, which is why he could come in. But if you, be, could ta- you could take him out out, and I don't think he'd weaken our midfield. I'd have no problems with Ward-Prowse going over Bellingham, but I think Bellingham is the better player to play in these sorts of tournaments. You see what he's done in the last couple of friendlies and the qualifiers. Um, he, he, he just drives to the ball. I like it. I think he's I think he's just a better player than Ward-Prowse. So, Mick, have you got your 11? I have. This is my 11, not what I think will happen. This is what I want. I'm going Henderson in goal. Um, I think he's more steady than Pickford. His distribution is probably not quite as good, but I think as an all-round keeper, he's a better keeper. Yeah. Um, Walker, Stones, Maguire, Shaw. Um, purely because you've got two partnerships there that play with each other week in, week out. 
um, at club level. Um, Rice and another, depending on... It depends on your opposition. If it's a bigger team, it's going to be Rice and Henderson, fitness dependent. If it's a lesser team, you can probably drop like Henderson and play another more attacking player and have Rice as your one sort of pivot. But I'm going Rice and Henderson, Mount, Foden, Grealish, Kane. I have we just, have think, we just named the same side apart from the keeper? I think... Did you go... Uh, you went Sterling, didn't you? I did go Sterling, yeah. Sorry, oh, I did. Yeah. I actually think based on form, I agree with Matt. Um, how how on form Grealish hasn't played in the last seven weeks? But I think... I, I meant more because of Sterling, actually. I didn't think about Grealish. Um, but I think... With, I think the last time you know Greenish had a good game. Um, when was he played? When he uh, he got a got a couple of assists or two uh, for the England game a while back. I don't sometimes don't really watch the friendlies because they get a bit boring. But I'm poor fan, mate. poor fan. <laughs> but I do um, I do think that Greenish is like I I don't think the world know him really because of one he plays for Villa and he's not in the limelight he is for the wrong reasons not necessarily for his talent and I think this Euros will expose him of being the talent he is and I think people won't know how to you know I know some certain players for example might know what to expect when you're playing against Sterling might know what to expect when they're playing against Kane so there is no, right. Well, is is my question for that then, James? Right. Um, if you've because they they both playing for England recently on the same side, Foden or Grealish? Foden or Grealish? I would Who'd probably pick? pick. I'd probably pick Foden over Grealish. Correct. Because he's had, because he's had a better season. <laughs> <laughs> because he's had a better season, and Foden is just on fire but at the moment. That that as well. What you've just said there, kind of. I kind of disagree with. Foden's been unbelievable, and he has, right? But Grealish, Grealish, whoever people want to pronounce their names, right? Before he got injured... Grealish. Grealish. <laughs> that that brummy... That's the worst but, way. And Daryl says it a lot of bad ways. That Hello, brummy, guys, but, by the way. Fuck off, Jamie. Um, Just covering brummy, your face up. It's <laughs> much better that way. <laughs> so that brummy bastard, we'll call him then. Um, before his injury, he was flying. Um yeah, can we was. say can we say Foden's had a better year than um, Grealish? Can we? I don't know. I think it's very even. I, I would say if you was to put the statistics on the social media, a lot of people would vote for Foden purely because it seems like he's had that. Oh, without yeah. a doubt, I don't mm. disagree with that. But Mig, Mig, while you're looking at the stats and stuff, what's the yearly stats on Foden and Grealish side by side? I think they'd probably be very similar. Just a guess. I think it'd be a shame, a shame not to play them in the same team. One it's on each side. Problem is, though, mate. Right, and I, I again, I don't disagree with you because they're both mustard players. But with them two there, yeah, they're quick. But then you're taking out a lot of pure pace out of that side that scares teams. You see what Rashford and Sterling and Sancho that do. I think you have to play one of them with a pace the other side, man. Because it just gives you two options. It gives you him with a ball and that Rashford or a Sterling 
or a Sancho, someone that just runs at players. I think you have to play overall. It's also an option. Like, it depends on the type of, like, you know what you're going to get. Like, with Foden, it's quick feet. Get the ball, get rid of it, get it back, get in good positions. He's that sort of player. He's used. To, he's a typical like. Obviously, Pep's kind of moulded him exactly how he wants him. Um, whereas Grealish is not. He'll hold on to the ball, draw players in, get the foul, deliver the ball in the box, even take a cheeky shot, cut in on his right foot, things like that. He's a different sort of style of player, and I think it will suit certain play uh, certain games. Um, Again, I don't disagree with you. I don't but be be interesting. Like you've got your Rashfords. I think if you're playing against teams with slow fullbacks, you know Rashford's pace will terrify people. I think it will terrify any fullback, and he does. Same as Sterling terrifies any fullback. But again, I don't disagree with you, mate. And I, I, it, yeah, yeah, there is the thing is we're in a lucky position where no one is actually wrong. I don't think we could name three different 11s providing we've got the players that are in front of us. And I think you know you can take. You could take Rice out and you put Phillips in. If you've got Henderson and Mount, or you've got um, uh, Ward Prowse in there, even with with Mount and Lingard, that's still a good midfield. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not the best, but it's still a good midfield. Well, you, you could take, take any of them. Out. Yeah, you could take any, out, of them, any of them strikers in. and play yeah. any of those. So, yeah, you're right. Jamie, while you're there, what's, what would your team be for the Croatia game? Mark Noble, <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Cresswell. <laughs> Jamie, you there? He's Jamie. Someone, someone's chatting to him. Uh, but while, while we're waiting, I've got the stats for the two. Um, so Grealish, um, 26 games, um, 24 of which he started. Um, six goals, 12 assists. And Foden is 28 games, um, but 11 of those were as a sub. So he only started 17, nine goals, nine goals, five assists plus an extra three goals and three assists in the Champions League. So not oh, too far off. I was going to say, dissimilar. what's the minutes? The one thing I would say. Grealish played about an extra 560 minutes or something. Wow. Okay. That's fair. I think I know I've literally just joined and come in late. So if I do repeat, I'm sorry. Uh, great result, by the way, guys. We are Europa League. We've got the best manager in the league. In the world. <laughs> Yes. Look, we've had such a nice chat, the three of us, right? <laughs> we've been so calm and collected. You're here for five minutes and you've got me raging. Like, five minutes. You Higo, just you're normally the most over. unbiased person here. Has there been no argument? No, there hasn't, to be fair. Oh, wow. It's been a really nice chat for an hour and six minutes and you rock up and I've got the raving up. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me, Daryl. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, Jamie, um, what's your starting eleven for Croatia? Croatia... Um, it would have been Pope, so probably Henderson still, but just over Pickford. I don't think we've got a great goalkeeper. Um, Luke Shaw, if Maguire's fit, Maguire. If not, I'd go John Stones and Ben Godfrey. Um, I think Ben Godfrey's better than the other ones we've got there. I don't think he goes. Ben Godfrey ain't going. Yeah, I know. I just I, I know with the players that are in the 33, I don't really rate Tyrone Mings. I thought they'd taken the weaker Aston Villa defender. Connor Cody works better in a three. And then who else is there? Yeah. Yeah, that's just my point. Like, if Maguire... Dawson. <laughs> no. Yeah, if if you're playing... <laughs> but that's if Maguire ain't fit. Uh, right back, Trent. Rice, Henderson, Mount. If Henderson isn't fit, Jude Bellingham. 
Uh, I'd even potentially start Bellingham, even if Henderson was fit. Left wing, Phil Foden. Right wing. Oh, that's tough. Um, Sterling and then Kane. But that yeah. other wing position's tough. Anyone? We're all fairly similar. Like I said, like I could be absolutely 100% fine with the team that you picked and Daryl's. Ben Godfrey's probably so the most rogue shout I could have put out there, but that's only because I don't think outside of Maguire and Stones we've got an obvious choice and I think well, he's the next best. I think, I think from knowing what Southgate's done over the last sort of couple of years, if it's a 4-4-2 and Maguire's injured, Mings will start. I think mm, Mings yeah. goes in. And then if he ever decides to go free at the back, that's why Connor Cody's there. Yeah. Um, um, if By the way, if Maguire's not fit, we don't do well the Euros. I think that, honestly. If we do go to the back five as well, you'll probably see Walker come into that. Back three. Back three. And then Stones, you'll see someone Stones else Walker. out on the right. Stones, Stones Walker. Um, Cody. Cody. You'll then have Chilwell or Shaw. Sure. Sure, sure, then yeah. probably Reese Jones. Yeah. If if Trent goes, if if, if Trent goes, I, potentially Trent. If if not, be Reese Jones. If we, Reece James has played that for Chelsea this year as well. If Maguire is not fit, I think we almost definitely play five at the back. If Maguire's fit, I think we play four at the back. Be That's interesting just, to see what he does in these two friendlies. I forget about them. I yeah, do. but the first one's going to be just getting players again. Because a, a lot of players mm. will have two weeks off, just make sure they've got minutes. He's going to be looking at the players. That Romania, game, sure that Romania game is going to be a week out of anyone playing any fixtures. That Romania game is a team that starts against Croatia. Close to, yeah. Yeah. Within reason. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty with you there. Yeah. I think there'll be certain players that are like in Champions League and Europa League finals that might not. But, but that's within week reason. Out. That yeah. Romania game's a, week, mm. a full week out from Champions League final. Mm. Yeah, so, I guess maybe knocks and stuff. I think they might go. Yeah, that's but, why. Him... Yeah, that's we'll know then of any injuries because he's got to name that twenty six by Tuesday. Yeah, but before the tournament, you can make as many changes as you like. I think. I oh, think before say the third, before the Friday, before, before the first game or the first official. I think you're allowed to say say your player pulls an ACL in training. You're allowed to instantly replace them. Fair enough. All right, Dave. Um... Yeah. By the so, way, did we predict the seven people we don't think are going to go? We did. We all did. Yeah. Go on. Who's, who's your money on? Um, okay. Let me get up the the, the list. Uh, Aaron Ramsdale's the goalkeeper. I think we all said that as a obvious shout. Um, I think he don't take Trent. Um, I then think he drops one of Ben. I think he then drops Godfrey and Ben White. Um, it's four. Um, he drops Ollie Watkins. He drops Bukayo Saka, and I think he drops Board Prowse. I don't think he will. Rogue shout, I wouldn't be surprised if James Ward Prowse starts against Croatia if Henderson's not fit. That is a rogue shout, but no, if Henderson's not fit, yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd if, Henderson's, if Henderson's not fit, I would not be surprised if James Ward Prowse is Henderson in that Henderson play start. Sunday? No. Uh, no, he was on the bench. Unused. Right. So he is. Play, so he's fit. It's, you don't put your players on the bench if they can't if they're not fit enough to play. So, but probably again, that's that's a situation where he might not have been fit for ninety, but then by yeah. two weeks' time, he's probably fit for ninety. I can't tell you who that last man will be. People, uh, I think I'd people expect, will. Jesse Lingard, <laughs> Henderson to play. Um, Henderson will probably play both games then. 
of the warm-ups mm. to make sure he's match fit. Mm. People will, I reckon there'll be people out there that will be pissed off about uh, Kieran Trippier um, being included and going, but obviously he had a suspension earlier in the season. He ended up playing 28 games for Atletico Atleti this season, six mm. assists, and that's a team that only conceded 25 goals in 38 games. I know yeah, it's, a, it's a different managerial style of Simeone, but he's been part of the tightest defence in La Liga, which is... I think the attacking stats actually speak louder because they're so conservative. If he's getting that many goal contributions in such a conservative side, that is decent. Would you be surprised to see him play against some bigger sides as a dif- more defensive-minded fullback? I wouldn't be surprised. He's, he seems to have... Um... He seems I, to. Uh, he played him quite. Didn't he? He did work quite well in the last World Cup, didn't he? Didn't he get score a free yeah. kick as well at some point? Um, hey, could, free kick at some point. Only yeah, probably the, only the most famous England goal in recent yeah. memory. Yeah, when the one beers that, went flying everywhere. The one that had yeah. all our hopes alive for the for yeah. last thirty minutes for when it was coming home. Where but did you yeah, watch then, that game, by the way? In I watched that down a cricket club. I was down the uh, end. I was around my friend's house. You got friends. I know. The, uh, we were, we're all here. The Columbia penalty shootout. I watched around Mig's house. That was a good night. Mm. Was a I was. I night. was in uh, Sunny Beach. A few beers oh, were yeah. drunk that night. Um, I yeah, remember. It, what's what's people got plans? Anyone got their plans? Is that, for is that when you was? Is that when you was? Ob- September, is that when Jamie was obviously on holiday? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, the, Croatia, the Croatia game, I, I'd organised uh, a barbecue, completely forgetting that it was that day. But yeah, so I'm going to be having a barbecue watching it on mine. Cheers None of you were invited. Jamie, you've got previous coming to my house and spilling I, drinks <laughs> on new carpets. You're not coming. I literally Where's was going to say, I saw Where's the photo go on your Facebook earlier and I was going to comment, lovely to drop some fat dark fruits on. <laughs> you'd have been lynched, mate. If you'd have done that, you would have lynched you bad. Where's my invite? Uh, I knew you had plans. Okay, fair enough. Because oh, I was the one that found you a bar to go and watch it in. You are correct. <laughs> you are correct. Thanks but for I'm the up, invite. I'm, I'm up London for the day with uh, with my Saturday side. Um, we're going wingman's first. Oh, friends. <laughs> At least I've got some, James, you know what I mean? I wouldn't <laughs> say they're friends. They're more accomplices. <laughs> um, £40 for two hours, all you can eat and all you can drink wings, and then off to England. So, Can't yeah. Be. Right now, I know nothing. Good day. You'd end up at the I'm... inn, probably. I think like Cart mentioned something about booking a table. We mentioned the Scotland game, but I think we're going to a party for that. That day is going to be Scotland on the Friday. Be good, but the bigger day, as long as this Indian variant don't take. No, take I old. think we're calm. The the Tuesday when I've got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. That Tuesday is going to be absolutely. Well, I still kind. can't believe my work on the twenty first of June have given everybody a day off. I was like, that is, they were like, oh yeah, we're celebrating Windrush Day, which is on the 22nd of June, but we're giving everyone the 21st of June off. Yeah. I was like, Mate, that 22nd, I'm going to go play some golf and I'm going to just go nuts. Honestly, that, and we'll get to, we'll get to see James watch his mates play. That's the only game James worried about. Do you know, do you know what? Fuck England. Especially as they're lie. confirmed to be in the squad now. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit concerned about that we're going to play. Like Kufal's going to have the like tournament of his life, and uh, we're not going to get anything down that left hand well, side. Let's put it this way, right? We could easily come to Czech Republic, and it be, um, when you have to win, top. yeah, and that won't be an easy game. 
No. What, I, I, I think Mig must be frozen because he's just got that smirk on his face. Yeah, <laughs> he is. <laughs> that smirk is fantastic. It looks like he's like watching some filthy <laughs> right. nonsense program. We have been on here for well over an hour and 15 minutes. It's been mm. a fantastic chat. I think it's one of our longest ones we've done in a while. Um, yeah. I've actually really enjoyed it. As, as I said a couple of times, we've got Ryan on next week, which might we might do live. We might. I think we should do live if people have got questions for Ryan. What yeah, day are well. we doing that, by the way? Uh, we haven't decided yet, so we'll discuss it in our group chat and we'll get that out to Ryan ASAP. And then we will do, uh, we'll probably just do one the week after, which will we'll sort we'll talk through both England friendlies, and then that will we'll lead that up to Croatia, and then we'll try and do one for every England game, I reckon. Um, mm. And we'll just do it as, as a normal normal podcast, and we'll just we'll just go from there. But I'm very much looking forward to Euros this year. Um, we will change. We'll change. We'll keep the ending today because we're in Europe. So we will say, uh, "Come on, you Irons!" Today, but from next week, uh, we'll say, "Come on, you Lions!" Um, and we'll well, change it's coming on. It's coming <laughs> on. Nah, nah, so, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> so cheers, boys. I've I've enjoyed myself tonight. Um, cheers for joining us, Jamie. Um, even though you've been up nonsense for a few hours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> weird way of saying I'm rising, but okay, yeah. <laughs> no, cheers, boys. Um, thank you, Dave, for watching. Max, Michael, I don't know if there's been any others, but thanks for joining in. Um, cheers, boys. Last thing to say is, come on, your irons, come on, your irons. Come on, your irons. <laughs>